Wednesday, May 2nd. Having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Hey, I want to take you to an op-ed piece in USA Today. It appeared about two weeks ago, written by Art Friends, a clinical psychologist. He says, remember, you are what you eat, and we apply that to what we eat physically. When you go into a restaurant, oftentimes you see what the calorie count might be, how healthy it is for your life. You can make that decision. But he goes on to say, in particular, it is easy to not notice the unhealthy or even toxic ingredients and the massive amounts of television programs social media apps, and various tech and screen activities that we expose ourselves to each and every day. So, Tom, let's put the Christian world and life view framing around this up front. Parents need to be engaged, not simply what is your child looking at on television and what is your child accessing through the technology of iPhones and iPads, but even should they be in front of the television, should they even have that technology in their hands, and if so, when, and if so, how do you engage in parental oversight? Yesterday, we looked at the erosion of parental rights. Today, we want to look at actually activating your parental rights for your child's nurturing environment as they grow up. And you've got to understand that while television and technology are amoral, they're not evil, they also are instruments. They are mediums. Something is coming through them. It is not the iPhone that is the sin, but what is coming through the iPhone? What is your child accessing? You type something in on your internet search and because you want to shop for something, and the next thing you know, within 10 hours, you got 30 ads by various companies on that object or related objects. Well, that happens way beyond the consumption of goods in terms of people that are using the internet to get into your life and determine what information's coming to your life. But what we've got to do, Tom, is believe our Savior. Our Savior said this. These are three phrases that he said related to the parable of the sower and a couple of other parables. Number one, be careful who you listen to. Then he said, be careful what you listen to. And he also said, be careful how you listen. So who, what, and how you listen. And realize that when you move into the area of public broadcast or cable broadcast, to a certain degree, you start losing control. And then your child, who has less abilities than you to make discerning decisions about who, what, and how to listen, through their technology, through their use of television and technology, your child many times is out there in this wasteland that is utterly destructive. You made a great point of nutritional information, knowing that you are what you eat. Well, spiritually and lifestyle, you are what you listen to, who you listen to, and how you listen to it. Here's what Jesus said, when all is said and done, the pupil will become like his teacher. In other words, the blind will lead the blind, then they both fall into the pit. Who are you listening to? You're going to start being affected by it. What are you listening to? You're going to be affected by it. How are you listening? You're going to be affected by it. That's why Paul commended the Bereans. They examined the scriptures to see if these things are so. 
Learners must be discerning of who you are learning from, what you are learning from, and how you are factoring and filtering what you are learning and how you are dealing with it and what you're going to do with it. We who are engaged in the media, we have to bear responsibility for what we teach and how we teach it because the teacher incurs a stricter judgment. Why would the teacher incur a stricter judgment? Because teaching communication actually does have effects and consequences. That's why we incur a stricter judgment. Well, if teachers incur a stricter judgment because what they teach and do affects people, then all of us, when we are in positions of learning, we need to be careful who we select as our teachers, what we are listening to, and how we're listening to to it. That includes reading as well. Everything that is produced in communication has a world and life view. Nothing is neutral, but those who are using it are not in neutral. They are not amoral. They have a world and life view that is being communicated. Harry, for many of us, it's obvious what is moral and immoral. Those decisions might seem black and white. As you talk about discernment for what we read, who we listen to, How can you discern which ones will be speaking the truth? Whenever I'm listening to a teacher, I don't demand that they are Christian, but I do look at their world and life view. And thankfully, even non-Christians, because of common grace, can make communication worthwhile. There are a number of people I won't mention who are not believers who talk about issues very competently. And because of God's common grace, they not only know their stuff, they have remnants of a world and life view that are actually beneficial. So I don't demand that they are Christians in every area, but I do say, choose your teachers. We will send our children into institutions of learning by teachers that you wouldn't let your children spend 30 minutes with alone outside of that classroom because of their lifestyle. And you've got to realize their lifestyle comes from a world in life view, and that world in life view affects how they present the data within a classroom or the data if they're mentoring someone. Be careful who you listen to. I can't say it any better than Jesus. Be careful what you listen to, how you listen to it. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, does not stand in the path of sinners, and does not sit in the seat of the scorner. But go on to that next verse. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Find teachers who not only know their stuff and are affected by God's common grace, find teachers who extol redeeming grace. And certainly, the best way to deal with the teachers that are in the world as we are seeking to learn throughout life is to make sure you're under solid biblical preaching day in and day out. Be somewhere in a church where there is expository preaching that is being applied to all of life. Don't just pick a church where there's an appealing, attractive personality on the podium and tells good coach-me-up stories. But that pastor is a pastor teacher who is equipping you with expository preaching. And then from that, start choosing your teachers in life, in your vocation. Who is teaching you? What are they saying and how are they saying it? That will affect not only what you are learning, but it will affect your heart. And then from your heart, you will begin to speak and make decisions in life. So just as you are what you eat, you are what you listen to and you become like those whom you listen to. Therefore, 
in your how to listen, make good choices, who you're listening to and what you're listening to, who you are reading, what you are reading. Build in your life, first of all, good preaching. Then get some good books. There are four programs that I will watch. And because we're out doing things when those programs have, I'm thankful for the technology. We actually tape them. So not only can I be selective of the four programs I want to watch in light of their value and enjoyment as well as instruction, but I also get fast forward through all the commercials. And by the way, they affect you also. Believe me, those people are experts at controlling your wants, desires to make yesterday's luxuries, today's necessities that you think you can't live without. Honestly, I'm grateful to be able to fast forward by the commercials. But let me give a commercial here. Come to Jesus Christ, love his word, because through the word of God, you can know the God of the word. Now, you can know the word of God without knowing the God of the word, but you cannot know the God of the word without the word of God. And when you know from the word of God, the God of the word, then you can leave a life by the grace of God to the glory of God and choose those teachers who exalt the Lord your God in your life from His Word in every arena of life. Harry, thank you for your thoughts for today. As we close out, let me remind our listeners it's easy to subscribe to Today in Perspective. On your smartphone or your tablet, go to your iTunes icon, type in Today in Perspective with Harry Reader. Each and every weekday on your podcast icon automatically will download a new edition of Today in Perspective. A great way to stay in touch, a great way to never miss an edition of this podcast. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Thursday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective.